praise the Lord. Uh, we've been looking at a series titled The Seven Spirit of God. And again, it is important for each one of us to know that the seven spirit of God has a purpose to accomplish in our lives. So you carrying the seven spirit of God, you are carrying something that, that is different. It, it makes you unique. And it's like you are, you are representing God on earth. But the Bible tells us in Psalm 82 verse, it says, ye are gods. So the seven spirit put, of God puts you in the position of God among men, even among the invisible gods. The seven spirit at work in you makes you a living wonder. This morning you become a living wonder to yourself and to your generation in the name of Jesus. Quickly turn your Bible with me to Exodus. Again, our anchor scripture has always been that book, the book of Isaiah. So I will read that as I will read Isaiah chapter 11, verses 1 uh, up to verses 2. And then we'll go to Exodus 31 and we'll read from verses 1 to 5. Then I will need somebody, uh, two people from the uh, from the church to read Hosea uh, chapter 4, verse 6, and somebody else will read Daniel chapter 32, verse 11. Now I read, and there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a, and a branch shall grow out of his root. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and knowledge, the spirit of counsel and might. So yesterday we look at the spirit of might, which symbolizes strength. Uh, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the law. So today we are looking at number six, the spirit of knowledge. Let's, leave, let's unmute our devices and say together, the spirit of knowledge. The spirit of knowledge. Spirit of knowledge. Amen. Let somebody read Exodus chapter 31, verse one to five for us, please. Exodus 31, if you are there, read for us quickly because of our time. Exodus 31, verse 1 to 5. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, See, I have called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Or, of the tribe of Judah. And I have filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, and in all manner of workmanship, to, de to design artistic works, <clears throat> to work in gold, in silver, in bronze, in cutting jewelries for setting, in carving wood, and to work in all manner of workmanship. Mm. To work in all manner of workmanship. That spirit will rest upon you, will rest upon me this morning in the name of Jesus. And uh, also, let's let's read the scriptures, all the scriptures once. Uh, now, who's in Hosea 4, 6, and Daniel 32, uh, 11. Hosea 4, 6. 6. Therefore, it says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. Hmm. Okay, thank you. The Lord will not forget us in the name of Jesus. God will not forget you, will not forget me in the name of Jesus. Now, who, who else is reading for us? Daniel 11.32b, Daniel 11.32b. 
40 Go people. Go ahead. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Hmm. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Yes, finish the finish the verse. Sir. Go ahead. There's, there's there's other part of the verse sir, that you are you have not read. Okay, I've read two B. Oh, okay. Read okay. Read from the uh, from just read the entire verse. Okay. As such as do wickedly against the covenant. Uh huh. Are corrupt mm -hmm. by flag, but the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Amen. Thank you, sir. Praise the Lord. Now, um, <clears throat> I want you to know, brethren, that knowledge puts you in the position of power. Knowledge, literally. When you are knowledgeable in something, you become sought for. You possess power. So knowledge. Some people have rose to the position of power because of the kind of unique knowledge they possess. So now, the absence of knowledge, again, number one, knowledge puts you in the position of power. When you are knowledgeable in something, you become, you become powerful in that. You become like a, a voice in that particular thing. Then the absence of knowledge results in ignorance. So, and knowledge is the cure for ignorance. Like, let's say somebody who don't know how to drive, or somebody who don't know how to solve mathematics, or let's say somebody who don't know how to cook, or let's say somebody who don't know how to write, like, I mean, good writing on paper, or let's say somebody who don't know how to dress. Unless it's somebody who don't even know how to use the internet. So knowledge, knowledge is the cure for ignorance. Knowledge is the cure for ignorance. Now, if those things are basic understanding of knowledge, then how much more the spirit? And the Bible tells us that the spirit is the one that quickeneth and that giveth life. So we are, what we are talking about is not common knowledge. We are talking about the spirit of knowledge. And there are two different things. So if, the, if common knowledge gives you power, if common knowledge you know, helps you to overcome ignorance, what you don't know, you certainly begin to know them. Then how much more the spirit of knowledge? The spirit of knowledge in part, even in part more deeper than that. Now, the spirit of knowledge imparts in us the ability to know, to excel, the ability to know a thing and to excel in it. Now, the spirit of knowledge imparts in us the divine ability to demonstrate mastery in an unfamiliar field. A good example is Bezali and Aholia. God told Moses, see, I have filled Bezali with the spirit of knowledge. With the, he said, with the spirit of God in wisdom, in understanding, and in knowledge. Then what has happened after that? The Bible says, 
and a normal manner of workmanship to devise corny work. So that means bizarrely just wake up, just like if you have a little child, for we that are parents, or perhaps that still have little children. If your children love to play around with things, toy, and begin to try to assemble, you never know what that means. You never know what that means. I saw a video of a young man from back from abroad where we came from. And this young man cleaned or built a car. He built a car with, you know, he said he even built it with his NYC allowance. So NYC is National Youth Service Corps, like a mandatory uh, one-year program uh, required back home for when you, when you graduate from, uh, from, from first degree. Now, the, this boy built a car, and I was looking at that video. Now, he said something, he said why he was little, that he loved to, he said when his dad buys uh, electronics, he tries to just dismantle um, he said initially, of course, no parent will want uh, you buy something and then you begin, your children begin. No, no parent. Initially, every parent is going to react to it. But he said as time goes on, his mom and dad, they begin to say, I think there's something about this boy. And so what they now, they now have like a mini room for him where he begins to sometime when it's his less time. Now, we, they never knew what that boy was going to become. But today, this boy had built a car on his own. I saw the video. I saw it on YouTube. Now, that is knowledge. That boy is just like Bezali. God had filled him right from his mother's room with knowledge to build a car. I want you to know that all the technology that we see today, the computer that I'm using, the phone here, and, uh, you know, the, our cars outside, these were all as a result of the spirit of knowledge. These were all as a result of the spirit of knowledge. You see, some people they are gifted in certain things. They are, they are, you know, they are handy. You see, some people they are, you know, handy people. They become handy, just like if you go to Kijiji here now. You have, uh, you know, you find handy people. So that means not that they actually went to school or they acquire a degree in it, but they can do it as like the way a professional would do it. That is the that is the demonstration of knowledge. So knowledge. What it does is that you, you gain mastery into something. All of a sudden, you can do something in such a unique way. And that if they bring 10 people to do the same thing, but when you do it, it's quite different. Now, that is, that is the spirit of knowledge at work. The spirit of knowledge gives you uncommon understanding of the persons, the power, the ways, the words, and the glory of God. Hosea forces tells us, he said, for my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And then if you read that entire verse, that was why I asked our brother to also read that uh, Daniel 11, 32 be all. Because sometimes when you read half of the verse or half of the chapter, you don't get the full picture of what God is saying. But God said, he said, because you have rejected knowledge, you have rejected me. That means that place, knowledge in that context represents God. That means the absence of knowing God. But the, the, so when the spirit of knowledge comes upon you, you know God. You understand his ways. You understand his word. You understand his power. The, all of a sudden, you begin to manifest his glory. Now, the spirit of knowledge is required in all human endeavor. So don't say, well, uh, I, don't, I don't plan to be a pastor. Well, it's not only for pastors. Now, a good example is this. The, field of, I mean, the, the spirit of knowledge is required in all human endeavor, for instance, in science, in medicine, let's take Ben Carson. How many of us know Ben Carson? 
So no been casting the, the gifted hand. Please unmute your device and shout it big. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, okay, only few people, or maybe others are sleeping. Now, uh, Ben Carson, as we all know, it was the first, uh, you know, uh, neurosurgeon that, you know, that separated co-joint points. And he wrote many books. I read two of his books. Uh, one is The Gifted Hand, uh, Forgotten the Other One. But I know I read two of his books while we were still in those days. So now, Ben Carson, of course, it has never been done before. And because of that, that has placed him in the position of authority. In fact, he contested for one time for, for, for the American presidency. Now, so Ben Carson, of course, is a household name today globally, not because he's a pastor, not because he's an evangelist, not because he's a preacher, but because he, you know, so he went to school, the science students started like the way many of you started. And then he rose on to become a neurosurgeon and he began to separate you know, the, you know, the points that were joined together. And through his knowledge and through this, and he's a Christian, I mean, a fervent Christian, evangelical Christian, in fact, to that point. So he's a Christian. Now, so God, through him now, nations of the world, people, scientists, doctors, many now, people are beginning to separate conjunctions now through the knowledge that God reveals to Ben Carson. Brethren, Ben Carson doesn't have two heads. Parents in the house, the, the children in your house, they are very special. You don't know the knowledge inside of them. You don't know what God has planted in them. That's why you need to pray for your children. You need to study them. Sometimes as parents, like I said, we can be very reactive. Yes, that is just the truth. If you see your children doing something, uh, you know, you can be very reactive. But I tell you, maybe in that thing that they do consistently is where their purposes lie. Is where their purposes lie. Is where their purposes lie. One day I was looking at one of our children, and I was looking at the, you know, one of these uh, children. I said, hmm. And it's like I was saying different things. And lo and behold, what exactly what I was saying, I wasn't sleeping, I was just sitting there watching him. But exactly what I saw, what I was looking at, what I was seeing, sitting down looking at him was what the Lord revealed to me that same night in a revelation. So the future of your children, when you study them, when you introduce them to Jesus, it helps them to be able to discover and you'll be able to know how to guide their destiny, know what they're, you know, what, what, what they're after. For instance, you know, one of our children, he loves book, his book, book, book. He, you know, every time you see him, even before, even while he's reading, he wants to be reading, you know, you know, eat book. The other one can explore. They all love book, but him, he loves to explore. So they are different, different. So knowledge, the spirit of knowledge make you a voice in your discipline. Now, even teaching, in teaching, we, we have unique teachers. And thank God we have, you know, professional teachers now in the house too. So whether in the academy, whether in the high school, whether in the university, it doesn't matter in any area of field, you are called into teaching in the name of Jesus, receive the spirit of knowledge. Now, now, how about in ministry, in the work of God, or in business? Some people are gifted business acumen. They, they have rose to become, you know, captains of industry. A good example is a man called, uh, you know, Henry Ford. If you have not read the story of Henry Ford, you need to read it particularly, teaching your children, helping them to know these basic things. 
Now, Henry Ford was the man who, who developed Ford car to today, the American Ford car. And this man, too, according to the people who had basic understanding of education, they had only formal education, little. But then they are the people who made great explain. Why? The spirit of knowledge was in them. And if you check these people, they were people, they were also Christian. Some of them, or majority of them, are, are renowned Christian. Uh, if you talk about J.C. Penney, the, 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 the first American billionaire in history, J.C. Penney was, was, his, was, his, was, his, was a church warder, like an usher. He was also a Sunday school teacher. He wasn't a pastor, but yet he became the first American billionaire. Why God gave him knowledge, understanding of business, and then he flourished. And even, even while he was still alive, he was using his money for, the, for, for, for ministry. Brethren, there's no field of discipline that you belong. Are you in science, teaching, whatever thing you do, business, IT, customer service, mention it. You need the spirit of knowledge. I want you to bow down your head this morning as you pray these two prayers. Your first prayer is to say, Father, I thank you for sending your word of life unto me. Fresh word of life. Thank you for sending it unto me. Thank you for sending it unto me. I give you the glory. I give you the honor. I give you the praise. In music, you need, you need, you need, the, you need the spirit of knowledge. In carpentry, you see some unique mechanics, some, some, some gifted carpet, you know, carp, you know, uh, carpenters. You see some gifted plumbers. Now, that's the spirit of knowledge. Now, pray and appreciate him this morning. Are you here this morning? You are not born again. I want to invite you to meet the Lord Jesus Christ. He's the custodian of God's knowledge. He's the custodian of all the seven spirits of God. He gives it to whoever he will. But anybody that is born again, you have access to all the seven spirits of God that make you a voice in your generation. I know somebody will not die ordinary in the name of Jesus. I know somebody will not die ordinary in the name of Jesus. That means you will make impact in your generation in the name of Jesus. So you are here, you are not born again. I want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today, sinner. Please forgive me my sin. Write my name in the book of life. As from today, Lord Jesus, Fill me with the spirit of knowledge and the seven spirit of God that I may walk before you on the path and to do your work here on earth. Lord, I pray for as many that pray this prayer. Let it be well with them. Please forgive them their sins. Write their name in the book of life and fill them with the seven spirit of God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, your last prayer, I want you to unmute your device and lay your hand upon your head this morning. I don't know what discipline you belong. Are you into business? Are you into sales? Are you into customer service? Are you into you know, carpentry? Are you into plumbing? Are you into mechanic? Are you into auto body? What, are you a researcher? We have many researchers, you know, PhD students in our main. Now, whatever thing you do, just lay your hand upon your head and say, Father, I, be, I believe in your word. Please baptize me with the spirit of knowledge for the advancement of your kingdom. Go ahead and pray in the name of Jesus. Are you, are you into computer or whatever field you are in? Cry to God this morning. Now, this prayer you are praying, is you are, this is the prayer that, that puts you in position of power. 
in that discipline. In the name of Jesus, Father, heal them with the spirit of knowledge for the advancement of your kingdom. Heal all your children for the advancement of your kingdom. Like if you Daniel, like if you Moses, like if you all the gifted men in the Bible, like if you even been acting. In the name of Jesus, Jesus, Lord, I pray to this morning, Lord, fill all your children with the spirit of knowledge and fill with the spirit of knowledge. We are free. I want you to stretch forth your hand. Ancient of this, I want to thank you this morning for your word which you have brought unto us. I want to thank you for visiting us again with your word, fresh word from heaven. This morning, please accept our thanks in the name of Jesus. Amen. We are confident of this one thing. The Lord Jesus, this morning, everyone that appeared before you and those that are listening to the podcast, you have filled them already with the spirit of knowledge in the name of Jesus. So in your career, in your discipline, you will excel in the name of Jesus. You'll be sought for in the name of Jesus. In your case of war, you become hot cake in the name of Jesus. You begin to display uncommon knowledge in the name of Jesus. Are you into teaching? Are you into medicine? Are you into research? Are you into customer service? Are you into business? Are you into art? Are you into music? Are you into writing? Whatever thing that you do or you are gifted in, receive the knowledge in the name of Jesus. You become a living testimony, a living testimony even to many in the name of Jesus. And I pray that through the knowledge that God has imparted into you, souls will be drawn to the kingdom of God. In Jesus' most powerful name, we are prayed.